Hello, all you wonderful listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the New Artist Spotlight podcast. Uh, we have a band in today uh, to make it a bit of a change. Uh, they describe their music as ambient art, post whatever, doom space, stoner rock. So, without further ado, let's hear Keepers of the Earth Peace Revolution. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Plummy, and unfortunately today, Maya couldn't make it in, but uh, we're going to make up for that right now with uh, with a special guest today because we got we got a band, uh, which is a rarity here on New Artist Spotlight. We've only had uh, one other band on with, with multiple members, that is, uh, in, in a previous episode. So I am excited today to announce... Uh, the band, and you'll recognize the name if you've been a member of the New Artist Spotlight uh, for any any amount of time. Uh, please welcome Keeper of the Earth Peace Music Revolution. How are you guys doing today? Great, pretty good. Yeah, welcome, yeah. welcome to the show. We're uh, we're excited to have you here. We're we're missing a couple band members. I understand right now, um, but uh, hopefully they they can. Uh, come in and join soon. Uh, but uh, do you guys want to introduce yourself and? Uh, your role in the band? Um, I'm Michael. I just do all the guitar, synth, bass. I do all the artwork, animation, and production stuff, some of it. He basically, he's the main mix, does the main mix. So he makes it sound really good at the end. <laughs> for better or for worse, I do a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Nice. He's a jack of all trades. That's sweet, man. <laughs> And uh, and this this is your uh, your father, right? You guys are a, yeah. a father son uh, band. And uh, what do you, what do you do in the band? Well, I'm I do a lot of the marketing uh, for the music for the band, and I play bass sometimes. Uh, depends. We kind of trade off when we uh, record our music. We when we practice, we record everything every time we practice. Uh, so everything's all mic'd up, but we don't play bass because the bass bleeds into everything. So sometimes I add the bass to the tracks and then Mike might add the bass to the tracks. And I do mostly synth work. Um, piano and synth is kind of are my instruments, my strengths. Mike is the best guitarist out of us. <laughs> get those get those uh get those trippy solos going. <laughs> Well, Nathan Wynn is our other guitarist, so you'll hear him on this new album coming out. He, he's kind of like the virtuoso, you know, guitar with a lot of detailed intricacy in it, uh, kind of the scream, kind of the metal high shrieking guitar. And then Mike is more of the grunge, deeper sound <laughs> um, guitarist, and he brings in a lot of the psychedelic sounds with all of his pedals. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta I gotta talk about those pedals in a little bit. Um, I'm curious to know what you use. But uh, who are who are you mentioned? Nathan, another guitarist, uh, and who are the other band members? He's from the university. It's really a university-based band. So Mike's a student at the university here in town, and all the other members are university students. Okay. And so they come over and play 
uh, other than our um, drummer in Salt Lake. We travel up to Salt Lake and play with him. He's in the Salt Lake music scene, Craig, uh, Jeremy Barker. And they have a pretty, you know, fairly large doom metal scene up there. Um, he's a doom metal drummer. So we kind of teamed up with him at um, Downtown Music bring kind of a heavier sound to some of those songs where we record and work with him. Anyway, also Eric too. Eric Suji. Yeah, I I grew up with him and then somehow we found each other here and we were both into stoner rock yeah. and like weird underground music. <laughs> he came to our Music Revolution Fest where we brought in all the bands and he was watching us play in the audience. You can see him on the videos of us playing it and he was just wanting to play with us. So he he brings a really nice touch to our recordings. He has kind of like really nice counter melodies going on. So you got Nathan Wynn and Mike leading out on the main guitars, you know, kind of trading off and then he comes in with these really cool counter melodies that make it really cool. Nice. And we have a drummer here, Joel um, Bradford here in town. He's been in a lot of bands. He's been a longtime musician. So he plays with us here in town here. So so you guys got two drummers? Yeah. Oh, cool. If we play somewhere, we'll bring both of our drummers and <laughs> bring everybody. We're like a hippie jam band. We just let anyone play with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get bigger and bigger by the Oh, yeah. We got a new guitarist who just joined us. Derek. What's his name? What's Derek's name? Last name. I'm not sure, but we got another guitarist named Derek too. He just joined last week. Last week. Uh, so. Oh, geez. So how how many how many members are officially in the band? <laughs> how many is that now? I'm losing count. Like eight or nine, I think. Jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. Impressive. It gets, it's getting. Bigger. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's hard to find places to play here. So we we play here at our house. All of our neighbors are cool with it. So. It got pretty loud last time with so many guitars going. <laughs> I was like, you could feel it just like blowing through. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Um, so before we get uh, too deep into your music talk, I gotta ask, how did you guys come up with the name for the band, and is there significance behind it? Um, well, we all we started out like super political, but we took that album down because like the music kind of sucked, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were like had songs about uh, rebel against the killing machine, which was a political song against war, <laughs> nuclear weapons. Yeah, and then we had another one against uh, environmental, you know, degradation of the world. So we had keepers of the earth, peace, music, revolution. We were kind of rebelling against what we were doing to our world. <laughs> he made up the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. But yeah. we picked a really long one because we thought nobody will sue us with that name. Nobody will have a name that long. <laughs> yeah, I mean that'd be a ripoff if someone uh, someone copied you. <laughs> yeah. But it, it is a it is it's a little mouth a bit of a mouthful the first time I think I said it out loud, but it's definitely uh, unique and memorable. Yeah, we had an attorney check it for us, and he said, "No, you're fine. Our publish we publish under Earth Peace Music Revolution." <laughs> our publishing name so we're all in the clear yeah. I, I i was just gonna say i came up with with plummy and then i put i put my first song on spotify and then like five months later a new plummy 
Nobody had Plummy before that, and then a new Plummy came on Spotify, and then his stuff started showing up on mine with very inappropriate song titles, and I had to contact them to remove it. But anyway, yeah. So your guys' music is very psychedelic, and you guys called it Stoner Rock, uh, which I adore. Um, and some of my favorite artists are, are Pink Floyd and like Tame Impala and those guys, the kind of trippy psychedelic rock. Um, is that exactly how you'd classify it, just uh, Stoner Rock, or do you do any other any type of music, and who are uh, your influences? Um, yeah, I guess it's Stoner Rock or Psychedelic Rock. It's just, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a bunch of effects and noise <laughs> and weirdness. And I do, I have always liked Pink Floyd and Tame Impala. Um, and I, we all are like kind of into stoner rock and psychedelic rock. And that's kind of what connects us all. But we're all into like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I think we cross over into progressive rock styles too, because sometimes the ambient creeps in, you know, so you've got some soft music going on, like on Blue Moon Lotus on the new album. You know, it starts out with flute and a beautiful female solo, and then it merges into psychedelic rock and hard rock after that. Uh, so we'll do, we'll end up doing a lot of progressive rock kind of style too. Awesome other influence, other influence. He likes a lot of underground bands. Boris, it's like a Japanese band. I guess they call it like drone doom metal. Or they're like all over the place too, like us. They like just do psychedelic rock or I don't know, all types of crap. Uh Neurosis is a crazy one. And then Godspeed You Black Emperor, ambient music. Just a lot of stuff, <laughs> blue, jazz. Yeah, I think when they play, it's uh, improvisation. So they just get together and they just start jamming. The drummer just starts drumming away with a, whatever beats come into his head. And then the guitarists just start playing whatever they feel. And there's no planning with it. Uh, so they just play for three hours at a yeah. time, three hour long tracks. And we record for three hours and then we go through and afterwards and find the very best parts where they really were sounding great. And then we pull those pieces together into songs and add additional instruments to it and figure out if we want to do vocals or not. And um, so it's all, and when we do the vocals, we just listen to the song. What does the song make you feel like? And then come up with vocals. So it's it's not planned. We don't sit there with uh, music sheets or you know, you know, seeing what key we're playing in or anything like that. It's all just playing what you feel. Sure. So that's that's an interesting uh, creative process that you guys go through. And then uh, so you said then Mike afterwards too does the the mixing and mastering for all that. Um, who does who does the singing? Uh, we have a female singer. Well, it's actually kind of all in the family. <laughs> My daughter will sing. On Blue Moon Lotus, I brought her into the studio and I had her sing it like 40 times. <laughs> she was getting fed up with me. And then, and then I, you know, I pulled together the, the very best of her singing. You know, I'll go in and edit 
I do a lot of the editing work and then Mike does the overall mix and gets it all to sound good together. Cool. I sing, I sing as well. Okay, cool. Very cool. Since the rest of the band isn't here, uh, do you guys, do you guys have any embarrassing moments to share? I know you mentioned, uh, a lot of them are new, but, uh, maybe any of the longtime band members, do you have a story that you can share and embarrass them on this podcast? Probably it'd be mine probably. Cause like when we played at the Metro music hall and we were auditioning for crucial fest in Salt Lake at the Metro music hall with Jeremy Barker. And you know, the first song I was playing bass, Mike, there was only three of us back then. So Mike was putting his guitar out, out of three amps, <laughs> you know, almost like he's like two more guitarists on top of himself. And one of his amps, he blew, put his music out through as a bass amp, too. <laughs> and I was playing bass. And the first song, I played bass great, you know, and we were sounding pretty decent. And then the set, our third song in the set, I forgot to push the pedal down. <laughs> and so I played bass, like, the whole song. And, like, no sound was coming out. <laughs> And I thought I was like, oh, geez. Had the, had the tuner pedal clicked in. And nobody could tell because Mike was putting his guitar out of a bass amp, you know? So it kind of like people just thought I was playing the bass. He was the part of his um, music was playing. So that was, that was embarrassing. They're like, man, that was the best you've ever sounded on bass. How did <laughs> yeah. you do that? And you're like, <laughs> Yeah, and then you know the drummer broke his drumstick in the middle of it. So after the show, he had to go find his drum drumstick, and it was late. We didn't get out of there until three in the morning. Wow, that's a late night. So we we drove home all night, and the sun came up when we drove into town. I just drank a bunch of Red Bulls to stay awake. They were really nice though <laughs> in Salt Lake. They didn't run away. Like, <laughs> yeah, they loved us there. <laughs> we've had people run away from our shows yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah first show here at the university we played killing machine it has like mike has all these pedals so it has all these crazy effects it sounds like the world's blowing up yeah like noise and we had like atomic bomb videos blowing up in the background on the screen <laughs> and you know it's really conservative here so <laughs> almost everybody walked out heard <laughs> some people off pretty quick there huh <laughs> yeah, it was too heavy for him. the topic, you know, and all these atomic bombs. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, yeah. that's funny. That's fun stuff. Um, so how did you guys uh, come to find about the new artist Spotlight? Sorry, it's a hard shift away from the previous question. Uh, well, I just kind of ran into a accident on my Spera. You know, I was submitting our songs through my Spera. Um, you know, where you pay like 30 bucks a song and Ed Eagle picked up on one of my songs and put it on the new artist spotlight. So, and they, so I started, you know, participating in the community at that point. Uh, why not? So, you know, I'm glad I did because I've met some other musicians uh, and we're starting to, I met one that they were starting to look at maybe starting up a progressive rock you know, a genre playlist, starting to exchange, you know, conversation and surrounding that. Uh, it's Chris is the band name. Uh, yeah. And 
you know, chatted back and forth with some others. And I've learned quite a few things, you know, from listening to some of the, the oh, podcasts yeah. and so forth that I didn't know before. So I've found it, you know, very useful to be participating and learning from other artists. Yeah, there's a ton of ton of great info and you can, you know, learn a lot of different uh, a lot of different things from a lot of different artists yeah. it's pretty cool i mean some basic things you know like when you pitch your song to spotify you know going out and looking at their playlists and just mentioning what playlists you think your songs might fit on you know so they have a stoner rock playlist they have a couple of progressive rock playlists so we mentioned them but you know when i i mentioned them when i pitch our songs to them so, so far we haven't gotten on a curated playlist. It'd be great one of these days if we do. Yeah, that's the, uh, the big goal for everybody. I hope, I hope so too. We're going we're gonna to take a journey here soon with a, th- a song of yours called The Outer Zone. But, uh, but before we do, can you tell us a little bit uh, about maybe the inspiration behind? I know you guys said you, uh, you kind of record a session and then cut from there, but... Uh, you, what was it that uh, stood about stood out about this song that uh, had you had you edit it? I don't know. It sounded like a Jimi Hendrix song, kind of. <laughs> well, that sounded cool. The whole album, we were kind of aiming for a space rock kind of feel uh, because we wanted to get on like underrated albums. Um, he has like six million followers out there on YouTube, <laughs> so we were wanting to submit to him but still also be able to submit to like 666 Mr. Doom and Rock Freaks and it's in our style of music but you know so if the cool thing about the song is Mike's guitar he he has this uh, crazy spacey sound going on with Nathan's you know high pitched metal guitar work going and if you listen to it on earbuds, it's it's actually really enjoyable, I think, because it's like sending sound to both of your ears and you just kind of feel this crazy space uh, whooshing sound, you know, going back and forth between your ears while you're listening to crazy hard rock. And it makes it really kind of interesting. I haven't heard a song quite like it, you know, in terms of that sound of those kind of sound effects going on. Yeah. What I was, I was listening to it in the, on my AirPods yesterday, actually, and it is very cool um, to experience it like that. Can you talk a little bit about what kind of guitar pedals you use? Um, yeah. To make that sound, I was actually using a bass and I was running it into like a tape delay, like, or analog delay. I mean, like carbon copy deluxe. Thing. And I was just like self oscillating it, I guess, like making the pedal go crazy. So I was just playing with feedback and just twisting like the knobs and stuff. <laughs> um, but my pedals, I kind of just have like a bunch of like crappy pedals. <laughs> I have the small stone phaser, uh, I have earthquaker devices like. Their phaser, I think it's called like something orbiter. I use a lot of delays. And also like I use digital to delay. And if you put that like in front of the amp and it like makes like a really cool, like noisy, spacey sound. 
Uh, another one which was like costed like a lot of money is like 500 bucks. It's the hologram dream sequence. Okay, cool. And it's like a pitch tremolo thing. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, now we're going to uh, play the song, The Outer Zone, by you guys. So uh, everybody get your, uh, get your headphones on if you're not wearing them already, and let's have a listen.
really cool stuff, guys. Uh, super, super trippy, and I, I feel like I'm in a another dimension when I listen to your stuff, uh, which is which is a great, great thing. Coming back from uh, playing the song, we are joined by another man, band member in Joel, is his name. How are you doing, Joel? Good morning. It's very early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. The, like to rise and shine <laughs> with the podcast crew here. How are you doing today? Not too bad at all. I worked a little late last night, so I'm sorry I'm late joining. Oh, <laughs> sorry to sorry to get you up uh, so early. Yeah, we were just uh, we were just chatting chatting away about the band and, right and music. So uh, gl- right glad you're able to join us. Um, what uh, what's your role in the band, Joel? I play drums. Awesome, awesome. Yep. Um, so you guys uh, have music on Spotify dating back to 2018. Uh, when did you guys actually first form the band and start playing live? Oh, we started in 2018. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you, uh, when was the last time you had a live show? Uh, it's been about a year ago, year and a half. Year ago? Well, year and a half ago because okay. we had that Music Revolution Fest at the university planned in March of last year and then it would shut down. And uh, are you guys on the docket for anything this year? They, do you have anything lined up? or? Yeah, the COVID stuff, we put a cramp we've in submitted to, <clears throat> I've submitted to Hard Rock Hill <laughs> concerts. I've submitted to Joshua Tree. i submitted to two concerts, uh, Tree Fork Music Fest up in Idaho. So we'll see what happens. We might get into Fire in the Mountains, which is like a crazy underground like death metal festival <laughs> like in the middle of wyoming in the middle of nowhere oh jeez cool. when's that uh scheduled for i think he might let us play there in like a couple years i don't know <laughs> yeah. oh okay okay <laughs> so gotta be a little patient for that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's cool we're just waiting around to see if they'll let us play <laughs> Not a lot of submissions. We're just waiting. <laughs> Joel, what are some of the bands you've been in? I forgot all the different bands you've been in. Well, I, it's really funny for me. I, um, I, I've always been the guy that played with a bunch of other guys, and just before we were going to start playing out, I would quit. <laughs> so, you know, I played, played with a bunch of dudes over the years, and, and, um, uh, so I was in a band um, years ago that was called uh, Scarlet. There's actually a band by that name that's a, that actually got famous. No, not famous, but, you know, a lot higher level than just, you know, playing bars in Salt Lake. Um, then uh, the last band that I was in in Salt Lake was called uh, Basura, like, you know, Spanish for garbage. Um, we ended yeah. up on... Uh, a couple of compilation discs up there. Um, that band was a lot more, uh, more of a hardcore band, and um, like a like a really like a doom influenced hardcore. Um, had a lot of fun, and I, I was playing in that band with some of my best friends. So um, it was really good. But that that was that was a lot a lot heavier and a lot faster than what we're doing um, in this band. But uh, but been I've been playing drums for. 30 years, roughly. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been a good run. I, I, I really love playing with these guys. It's been, it's been so great. 
they started just before just before me. Is that right? You guys have been playing for about a, a few. Yeah, I was gonna say for a little while, a year or something like that, or six or eight months before I joined up with you. Is that right? No, we were playing for quite a while. We were playing with. Oh, were you? Okay. We were playing with Barker, Jeremy Barker. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Drumming, drumming with them is maybe a little easier than uh, some of that doom hardcore metal. <laughs> easier on the joints. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say easier, but I uh, I kind of have this thing where I'm uh, particularly loud. You know, there's guys that play fast, or there's guys that play really technical. I I play loud. I love it. <laughs> so it's, when playing with these guys, it's kind of it's a, little bit, it's, it's a little bit more challenging for me to play a little bit more subdued. You know. Oh sure. Um, like uh like like John Bonham loud. <laughs> I would say well, what what do you guys think, Mike? If he plays subdued, I, that's surprising to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I run it about fifty percent when we're playing. We have to put, we have to put the vibes a little further away from the drums than we normally would because he plays them so hard. <laughs> like this, like this. Or like we put it a little ways away because it'll hit it so hard that it'll feel like crazy. <laughs> you just keep moving the mics back further and further throughout the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a big guy. I couldn't, you know, I, I can't help it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Joel, do you have what, what's uh, your favorite song from the Keepers of the Earth Peace Music Revolution discography? Ooh. It's probably one that we haven't all heard yet. Um, Mike sent me some tracks. We did a really, really long improv session. And I was it about a month ago where we, we played for like three hours, something like that. The slices of that that he sent me that I, like I said, I don't know if they're ready for everybody's consumption yet. That, that's probably my favorite stuff I've done with, with these guys. Uh, as far as pinpointing down a, a song, I, I that would be tough. That'd be tough for me to do. Um, I'm really, really enjoying what we're doing now. Yeah, the one he likes is like a really heavy, like doom. Yeah, yeah that's me. Like that. <laughs> With song. extra loud yeah. drums, right? Heavy for us. Yeah. 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 So is that uh, your your current project right now? You're working on an album uh, out of the, out of that uh, three hour improv session, or what other what other uh, plans you guys have for music in 2021 oh yeah we've got enough for a whole nother album already it's hard to keep up with them <laughs> we just go by the seat of our pants and just keep making music <laughs> hippie jam band yeah <laughs> we have another album, another album on the way already it's a good way to live <laughs> yeah this one's coming out. our current album's coming out on march 5th called the outer zone it has you know seven songs so that was that was uh the outer zone the single we just listened to was the uh the first song uh, or first single off that or are there others it's just the, the main featured single but there's you know seven total songs for about an hour of music that our songs are a lot longer you know like nine minutes ten right minutes. well the outer zone actually is on the shorter side than uh the single yeah anyway. it's, actually, it's probably the shortest song on that album just like uh just like pink floyd you know get those 17 minute uh jam jam tracks are always fun <laughs> well i'm sorry joel because i know you just joined but uh unfortunately that's about all the time uh we have 
for today on the show. Um, uh, we can wrap it up here. And if you guys want to say any uh, any parting words or... But uh, before you do that, do you want to just let everybody know how and where to follow you on any social media you have out there? Yeah, we're on all the major streaming platforms. Uh, just look up Keepers of the Earth, Peace, Music, Revolution. Oh, type in that big, long name. You don't have trouble finding us. <laughs> I'm going to remember it. We have a really nice YouTube channel that has a lot of really cool graphics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually did want to ask about that. Who does the videos for those? Because those are, like, visually uh, <laughs> yeah. pretty stunning. I do. Mike. I'm, like, a graphic design animation student, and I've just always liked, like, digital art and just making art in general. So it's I've just learned it out of necessity because i can't afford to like pay people yeah i'm in the same yeah, boat there 3d modeling and i is, enjoy it 3d modeling is a part of his program at the university taking a lot of courses on 3d modeling so he uses that in the video work so <laughs> very cool so check out our youtube channel yeah. it's, it's pretty yeah, for sure. Go check them out on Spotify, uh, YouTube, uh, Apple Music, wherever. Um, really cool stuff. Uh, really, uh, really fun music too. Definitely, uh, definitely headphone music too. I, uh, I appreciate you guys uh, taking the time out of your day. I know, and waking up extra early to uh, to be on the show. Uh, it was fun chatting with you guys. All right, thank you. Yeah. All right, once again, a big thank you to Keepers of the Earth Peace Music Revolution for being on the show. Uh, always cool to have a band on. Uh, even though uh, uh, we didn't uh, get all the members on, I think it was uh, too early for their time zone, unfortunately. And when you're doing a stoner psychedelic rock, uh, you're probably not expected to wake up very early. But uh, do go check out their stuff if you are a fan of uh, the psychedelic ambient uh, stoner music uh, put on some headphones and sit back and enjoy it. Uh, so once again, thank you guys. Uh, we're going to move on to announcements now uh, super quick and then a couple shout outs and then wrap up with a top 20 per usual. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to another podcast uh, that we love here. It's by a fellow new artist spotlight member, the Enrons. It's called Your New Favorite Song Podcast. And it's uh, kind of a similar format, but different too. Uh, it's really great, it's funny, and it's entertaining, so do go check that out. Again, that's your new favorite song podcast. And uh, this Friday, our own Elion Melody will be doing his uh, his very own AMA on our New Artist Spotlight Discord server, and that is Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. You're not going to want to miss that. Elion's uh, a great guy with a ton of info. Um, it's going to be a fun one, I think. Um, also, I want to give a big thank you to Kirsten and Vinin, who shared some really useful spreadsheets in our Discord server uh, regarding getting your songs uh, pitched to blogs and playlists, respectively. So thank you guys both very much for sharing that. Uh, again, you can find that on our Discord server. Um, and then, obviously... Go check out the latest and greatest content at newartistspotlight.org. We got uh, 10 question interviews with artists uh, from around the world. We got Connolly's Corners reviews, which are always uh, a joy to read and 
Uh, he always picks great songs. This week it was uh, India Dupriez Holding On. Sorry if I pronounced your, your last name wrong there, uh, India. Uh, and, uh, of course, the podcast is on there, too. And that about wraps it up for announcements. So we are going to move on now to a couple of quick shout-outs. And once again, I mentioned Vinin earlier uh, for providing a, a spreadsheet to, to playlists that you can pitch to. But this time, I want to give him a shout-out and a huge congratulations for uh, getting his song onto uh, a video game soundtrack and not just any video game soundtrack a uh, huge one NBA 2K21 so he's got to be absolutely stoked for that uh, yeah just a really big congratulations and thank you to a, a very nice guy and then one more uh, one more big shout out and congratulations this time to the band Panem who won Music Waves Album of the Year with their album Zeitgeist Absolute Monopoly. Uh, really cool album. Check it out if you haven't. And uh, how awesome is that? I mean, they were up against Blue Oyster Cult at one point, which uh, everybody knows Blue Oyster Cult, right? Don't Fear the Reaper, More Cowbell. And, and they had some other great tunes too. Uh, uh, one song in the, I think, off their album Mirrors is a, is a song I really love, and The Vigil off that. But in the, uh, uh, go listen to it when you have a chance because... Honestly, I can't believe that song wasn't huge back in back in the day. Uh, maybe it wasn't released as a single or something, but I feel like it still holds up. Uh, still holds up nowadays. But anyway, uh, that about does it for shoutouts, announcements, and uh, thank yous for this episode. So let's move on to the always fun top twenty. Thanks, Plummy. I think you've pretty much covered everything there. So yeah, let's not screw around. Let's go straight into the countdown. All right, starting off at number 20, it is Dangerline with The One. At number 19, we have Harry Devereux with We Wind. At number 18, 24K, After Midnight. Coming at number 17, it's MK with By My Side. Coming in at number 16, it is Call Me T with the song Vaccine. At number 15, we have The Blindfold Experience with Strangers Unkind. At number 14, Yelgo7 and his song Confia in Me. At number 13, we have Crimson Discord with The Stage. At number 12, the wonderful Mayama 2 and her wonderful song Blue Over You. At number 11, we have the almost ever-present Marble Waves with Tipsy. Alright, we're halfway through and on to the top 10. At number 10, Christine Wynn with her song, Regardless. At number 9, we have Dorian Risper with I Miss You. Number 8, the lovely Rod Fritz with Something to Give. Coming at number 7, it's JHM with Alone. And at number 6, I don't think we've seen him in the top 10 before, it's Chris with his song, Wonderland. That's Chris with a K and two S's. Coming into the top 5, we have the ever-present Charles Connolly, with To See My Lover Again. At number four, Elion Melody, who has an AMA this Friday, with The Storm. Coming to the top three now, we have Sean Out with Goslab. And at number two, one of my new favorites off the new artist spotlight, Motion Sickness Fairy. Blast that at max volume. And the number one spot for the second week in a row goes to my esteemed co-host, Plummy, with his bang over new single, Stop. Thanks again, you guys, for tuning in this week. Be sure to head over to newartistspotlight.org to check out all our previous episodes. And we will see you next week. But until then, let's finish things off with Plummy and Stop.
Turning black in you 